Wyatt Sports fans is the Wally Wonder Show, the news you can use for basketball played at the highest level. That's right. These people who have thought about the game, we deal with the people who help make the game. That's right. And we're so happy to be a part of the uh, the Retired Players Association brought by, hey, listen, you know, making sure that the legends are adhered to and, and the people that help make the game of the NBA and professional basketball, all of our chapters around the country. And Wally, of course, is doing such a fantastic job with our Miami or Florida chat. Them guys are doing so great much with Lefty Freighter. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Freighter uh, down in the, in, the, uh, in the Miami area of uh, tournament for champions is doing such a, Leslie, I should say, is, is doing a great job down there. We want to hear a little bit something about that a little later. But let's get started right now with Wally, and we got the real deal because so many things are going on with the, with the season as far as abbreviation and pandemic. But listen, this came out to be a pretty, pretty good season, and I think it couldn't be concluded no more than someone that's been tippling around the history for a good little while. And uh, we're going to talk, I think, about NCAA women's first, I think, while he's going to come up with. That's right. Let's that's just right. start it right now. While we get, we, with, without her do. Let's get on with it. Wally, what a fantastic couple of weeks of basketball. We've seen some great, great things happening. But in the bottom line, the cream de la cream came to the top and. You know, talent does show up, but coaching makes a difference to Wally. I'm going to tell you, let's go wide open because you were embedded into the tournament all the, the the time of this Final Four. And let's talk about it. Max, I think it's going to be a great opportunity for women to really take a little bit more uh, a curtain call on what's happening in, in basketball because them chicks were exciting. Wally, let's talk about it. Give them the news. They can use when it comes to basketball. Wow, they wonder. All right, now the NCAA, we realized that the tournament was sort of a bubble. Um, they were in the San Antonio area. Right. Mm-hmm. And the final four, because you have South Carolina, mm-hmm. Stanford, Arizona, and Baylor. Right. And uh, South Carolina, and we talk about Don Staley made some comments because historically speaking, this is the first time they had two African-American women coaching in the Final Four. And that is Don Staley and Adia Barnes from Arizona. Right. But as I researched a bit, and I, of course, I've watched women's basketball for quite a few years, but as one of the uh, announcers and analysts for the women was Kyle Peck. She was the first African-American to win an NCAA title with Purdue. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that was exciting was the fact that, of course, Stanford, some more record about uh, Tyra Van Dierveer, uh, she's the coach for Stanford. Uh, she has three championships, but she surpassed the great Pat Summit of Tennessee. Yeah, that was a in, monster there. In, in yeah. victories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's it, it victory. Yeah. So uh, 66-65, Stanford beat Don Silly's Gamecock, South Carolina. A close game. They had a call at the end that was controversial. Of course, LeBron tweeted uh, on social media that why didn't they call that foul? Because if, if she had gotten the call, 
shooting, they would have two foul shots. They were only up by one, Coach. Good so mm-hmm. it may have been a different story, but you know how the game goes. Uh, you get those calls and you don't get them. That's it. Well, and uh, it, it was so funny because one of the things happened with uh, Arizona and Connecticut. Of course, we know a good friend of mine, Ariyama, yeah. uh, 13th year to the NCAAs, 13th year also to the Final, Final Four. Fours, yeah. mm-hmm. And uh, Arizona, uh, their first year, well, they beat Connecticut 69-59, mm-hmm. and they had some controversial calls. Uh, of course, they have a guard that I really was amazed at. She's 5'6", defensive player uh, for the Pac-12 um, uh, um, she is really amazing, uh, Coach. I, I really enjoy watching her play. Her name is Ari, Ari McDonald. Uh, she had games, two games of 30, uh, one game against Indiana. She had a 33 game, and uh, unfortunately, the game against Stanford, they were just too big for her. Yeah. And her shooting was really off. Um, one of the things, because of their height, when she yeah. came into the whole... Uh, they just blocked their shot to just too much competition, but yeah, they went down to the last shot. Yeah, I, I, I do like this, uh, Wally, not to, to, to get back on it, just a quick caveat. I, I love the way Stanford recruits. Have you ever known that Stanford's always had two or three big girls who could move around and cause a lot of fuss? The Obumitade uh, sisters, she had uh, a few others. She's Norm. She she has been one that really gives the, the larger... Uh, uh, stature, big girls, an opportunity to shine. She gives them a good latitude. You talk about girls' averages six two and up, you know. So, yeah. Matter of fact, the MVP, uh, uh, African American Haley Jones was MVP coach. She's six one, a very versatile. Handled the ball well. She had twenty four seventeen. She saw sixty seven percent in two games, coach. And you know those percentages are phenomenal. She went to the basket. Very, very strong young lady. But uh, she was the MVP. Very outstanding tournament. Uh, one of the things I have to say again, uh, Paige Buker, who, uh, and i got to announce her, she's a UConn guard, uh, Paige Buker. And you know all those uh, top players, Maya Moore. Maya, yeah. uh, we have so many great Tarazi, Sue Bird. They have so many Connecticut greats. But she's the first freshman to win the John R. Wooden Award. That's right. Uh, yeah, she led the Huskies in points, 20, um, five assists, two steals per game. Yeah. Uh, she also averaged four rebounds. I said, wow, hey, yeah. I'm looking at her statistics, coach, 54% from the field right. and 46 from the three-point yeah, line, Eighty. Eighty-six from Fallon. She's an outstanding player, Coach. Right. And uh, I think for our listeners, maybe they don't know about the women, but they can't leave like the men. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when a guy, Cade uh, Cunningham from Oklahoma State, was the freshman of the year, All-American first team, he can leave. He'll be a first-round draft choice, right. as well as... Uh, uh, Suggs for yeah, Gonzaga. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I wanted to talk about how they're now talking in reference to young ladies' endorsements right. at the NCAA. That'll be another topic at another time. But these women, I'm going to give you an example, Coach. Um, 
Stanford's team didn't have but eight home games. They traveled 7,000 miles throughout the whole year. They were away from their families for 87 days, Coach. Mm-hmm. So when they went through this pandemic, of course, let, let me let me get right down. You know what I'm talking about when it talks about the NCAA dollars and cents. Uh, they didn't have the NCAA, and they lost $830 million last year. Right. So they figured a way to pull this off. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, they have it in Indianapolis for the men's. Mm-hmm. And send in San Antonio for the women. The outstanding NCAA for the women. But I want to talk about, oh, man, this is exciting. When you talk about uh, Gonzaga, <laughs> you talk about UCLA, uh, you talk about Baylor, Houston. Of course, Houston has Calvin Sampson, an African-American mm-hmm. coach in that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, one of the things that I saw, Coach, I'm going to go first to Gonzaga beating UCLA, because UCLA had to play a a playing game. They lost their last four games of the season, Coach. Mm -hmm. They beat Michigan State as a playing game. Uh, Abilene Christian. I mean, they had some victories to lead up to playing Gonzaga, and everybody thought they'd have the – that Gonzaga was going to just pull them. Because for history standpoint, let me see. UNLV, Mm -hmm. Kentucky – uh, uh, UNLV, Kentucky. There are a couple other teams. There are four teams that went undefeated mm-hmm. and weren't able to finish it off. Mm-hmm. With this team, Gonzaga was 35 and 0, right. and they beat UCLA uh, 93 to 90. And uh, Suggs, the freshman, actually blocked a shot, mm-hmm. made a pass for a layup, and he made a shot that was at half court. That was yeah. Almost half court, coach. Uh, yeah. Phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal ending. You know. Yeah. So, um, but one, one thing I have to tell you, of course, um, Baylor. And I tell you a story. <laughs> there's a there's a thing about Baylor that's pretty interesting. Drew got the job. Yeah. Uh, 2013. Right. Right. They were four and four and nineteen. Right. They had the worst record. But mm-hmm. when he got the job, they showed a clipping of him saying. We're not here to compete in the NCAA. We're here to win the NCAA championship. Guess what? 18 years later, that promise came true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know basketball, Coach. They deed up. Well, let me back up a little because there's something I want to talk about that's happening with the Asian hate crimes. There's a sophomore that transferred from Kentucky named Johnny Juzang. Mm -hmm. He's a Vietnamese. Mm -hmm. And his brother... Uh, was an all uh, is an all pro basketball player overseas. They flew in and surprised him. He went to Harvard. His brother, but he made some statements about how about this hate crime about that that was very very uh, heartfelt about what's happening in our society. Yeah. And he was just saying, and I'm being a partial uh, Asian a- Asian hate crimes. I shouldn't mm-hmm. name any Vietnamese, uh, Asian, Japanese, yeah. Korean, larger Asian. So uh, one of the things that he said, he just feels and trying to get the people around the United States to turn off this hate crime stuff about his people, right. about any Asian people. But I wanted to bring that up because he was he was he was well spoken. He'll be a number one draft. He came there and averaged about twenty two points. In the NCAAs, they played five games mm-hmm. 
to reach out for the semifinals. But I'm going to talk about uh, some ball players that I think uh, you're talking about Jared Butler, most valuable player in uh, in his conference. Uh, uh, Jared Butler's from Baylor, right? And he was MVP. He had an MVP of the tournament. Uh, he had 22 points and seven assists, but he had 91 points in three games. Right. They overpowered Houston. Uh, Calvin Sampson's team was very, very defensive, very physical, but they beat Houston 78 to 54. And they have a trio of guys, Maceo Teague, uh, uh, Davion Mitchell, and Adam Flagler. I've never seen four backcourt men. And you know how Pat Beverly plays. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go back to another guy uh, that played for the Chicago Bulls. Um, uh, he was a tremendous little guard. But his tenacity, these guys would not let uh, Gonzaga get into their offense. Yeah, they, they, would, they, were, they were intense. They're really intense. Yeah. I mean, these guys. Oh, Storm and Norman. Stormy Norman. 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 Norm Van Leer. Storm and Norman. Oh, he he oh. would get in your chest, Pat Beverly, and um, they were models for me. Yeah. And and one of the guys that was who's my favorite. I model my game off of, and you know how I love mm-hmm. defense was Casey Jones. Casey yeah, from the master. Boston Celtics. He's a master. Yeah, yeah. definitely a master. Yeah. So they had a team that was very physical, coach. A lot of transfers yes, yes. uh, that transfer from other schools to come there, and they pulled it off with one of the most dominating championship games I've ever seen. They just dominated these uh, 35 and 0. Unfortunately, they lost out to a great team. Well, the, you know, the, the thing is, is that it goes to show you, uh, fans and listeners, a very, very short caveat defense can make an offense look great. Yes, but it I'm going to tell you, <laughs> offense cannot make your defense look like nothing because I'm going to tell you point blank, you got to be able to lock them down. And that's what they did, because they, they locked, locked them down. down. They on, locked them down. Know. I, I, I guess when they told me about it, you know, I had to go through the descriptions of this thing, Wally. When they were saying about the first thing hit by mine, I said, Max, uh, Wally's out there somewhere. Because <laughs> this man was... Probably one of the top ten greatest guards defensively ever in NBA history, and you know it's not a, a uh, overstated of humility for it. Wiley could lock you, and one well, of you know what, Coach? It, 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 yeah, he studied. He gave me a job. Gave, you know, you find out. And if I had, if I were beating cracks up and down the, the court and whooping them and, and getting fired, I would not have been in in in, uh, in Europe. So yeah, that, yeah, that's right. They thought yeah, I was crazy. Defense, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You keep a job like that, and when we talk about ball players keeping a job, I am so happy that uh, Hubert Davis yes was uh, given a job. Uh, after Williams retired, uh, Hebe Davis. And, oh, yeah, man. Uh, Hubert Davis has a history there, and they said they wanted to keep it family. Uh, Hubert Davis, and I knew this from the background, Davis he played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, Coach, you already know. Well, he played well, against, right. Charles. He he played played against Charles and Carl in, uh, in Alexandria. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, man. I mean, these guys. He left Alexandria in the Demapoli. He was, he was at, uh, not Archbishop Carroll, but he was, he was in the uh, uh, Alexandria Catholic League. 
I got uh, you. Uh, came out along with Fuck Plant. Yeah, I got you. Both yeah, of them came out uh, in the same conference, and uh, he went on to uh, University of North Carolina, and Charles went to Loyola. They were one and two. He was number one, and Charles was number two coming out during that time. Yeah. And Wallace yeah, Davis so was right there front and center. Came as, you know, we were at the uh, Cap Center, you know, I mean. And that's right, that's right. We got, like, we got a lot of history. Yeah. A lot of history with that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm just happy that they he's got a great an opportunity. Guy, he is a. Oh, and yeah, he was not only a, a, an excellent player in the NBA, drafted number one mm -hmm. by the New York Knicks, but he was also a, a tremendous analyst. Uh, he was a great. Uh, 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 when you talk about commentating on, on the sport, he was very, very well um, versed in what was happening right. in sports. Right. He, right. His background with Dean Smith. Right. But, Coach, I just want to say, um, when you talk about basketball, the NCAA pulled it off. And they, they got that. They had a lot of great coverage. They talked about how many people viewed in, and they said it was really outstanding of the viewing audience and also those corporations that, and the TV right. contracts, they paid off. So they had a chance to pull it off and, and say congratulations to the NCAA and their corporate sponsors. No question yeah. about it. The, t the, the, the template they used could be something that's going to help. Uh, streaming uh, 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 shows like Sports Inside and Out in the coming in, because the way we found out that a lot of the the streamings took the place of a lot of commercials, they still got the same viable buck for the for a uh, buck for their activity, and uh, it was a great thing to be able to see the new version, because it was a lot of new versions of commercials coming in. Uh, 15 second commercials back to back, that type of thing, bleeding into the same thing. It was a great combination of some fine advertisement. And I, I do take that off because I didn't see that in any other sport. So the NCAA did something very unique. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Well, Coach, uh, right. we'll touch base, brother. Right. Good to hear you guys doing all right. And hey, we got a wonderful day. For my birthday on Friday. Yeah, I, I know you're a young boy. Yeah, man. You know. We're, yeah, you're getting I'm, ready to celebrate it. Celebration, cooling the gang. All right, yeah. man. Where they at? Wally cooling the gang, see? <laughs> <laughs> right. You'll be 37. I'll be 37. Ah, look at that good, back Zella. All right. Like my dad tells me to turn it around. Yeah. All right, God bless you, uh, Wally. Thanks so much, and thanks for being what you are to the show and to the public, giving them probably one of the best analytical breakdowns anyone can have to understand someone that made the game what it is today one of the greats google him you'll love him i call him doc hey hey magzella yeah. you keep him young he can be 37 <laughs> <laughs> god bless you as always wally when legends speak when legends speak wally everybody listens everybody listens all right take care all right. god bless you baby bye-bye